Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Robert Young Pelton, he has become the inspiration and role model for a new generation of intellectual adventurers. He's an author, journalist, filmmaker, photographer, adventurer, explorer, expert, author of some great books. License to Kill is one of them. And, of course, Robert has trained Navy SEALs in survival techniques, participated in secret special forces training, motivating young people to do meaningful things with their time on this planet. Robert, welcome back. You're one of my favorites. Good to have you. Hey, George. Well, it's always one of my favorite things to do late at night is to hang out with George Nury and your listeners. Gosh, just yesterday, uh, a soldier in Afghanistan, an American, was killed. Another one was wounded from someone who was basically inside the camp. When is Afghanistan, Robert, going to end? You start off with the toughest question. So uh, a couple of things I'd like to point out, and one of the things that we get wrong is that our war in Afghanistan did not start in 2001. You know, our war in Afghanistan started in July of 1979 when Jimmy Carter signed a bill to fund the Mujahideen, which then drew the Russians into Afghanistan, and we've been there ever since. And these things we're hearing about in the news, like insider attacks or whatever, have been going on for 20, 30 years. So we we are just starting to realize that we're starting to read the same headlines over and over and over again. So to answer your question, we, we can leave Afghanistan any time we want, and obviously it'll collapse. It'll be like Somalia or any other region that doesn't have outside support. It is uh, truly remarkable. Now, when we helped the Mujahideen because we wanted to get the Soviets out of Afghanistan, didn't they turn out to become the Taliban? No. So the Soviets weren't actually in Afghanistan <laughs> when we started um, the government was turning towards communism, right? And you remember after World War II and the Cold War, the Soviets would sneak in and start funding things and getting involved in politics and doing dirty tricks. And, and we wanted to keep them out, and they ended up coming in. Um, what happened was that those fighters that we funded, which they range from the Haqqanis to uh, various groups, were the Taliban. They, they essentially went back in in the mid-90s and kicked out a lot of the warlords and, and people that had been left over. And they stabilized the country very briefly, you know, just for a couple of years. Uh, and then, of course, a guy named Osama bin Laden showed up in Jalalabad and began to suck up to Mullah Omar. And that's when we realized that we need to not create empty spaces for people like bin Laden to hang out in. And we've been there ever since. And how long are we going to stay there? Well, uh, there's a theory, uh, and if you remember Eisenhower and his military-industrial complex, Mm -hmm. that the money that you see us spending in Afghanistan is actually propping up large parts of the American economy. Uh, The the military industry is one of the few uniquely American uh, sectors in which everything has to be made in America, bought in America. Uh, We hire retired people to to work there. So it's a multi-billion dollar industry. So we we are creating a sector of our economy that's dependent upon military action. Now, there is nothing stopping anyone from just leaving Afghanistan. I mean, the Europeans are trying to support the Afghan government. We're trying to support the Afghan government. And we truly feel that we're making a difference, if only just in the massive amount of money we're pushing into the country. 
but it doesn't make it safe or terror-free. So we have very, very few troops in Afghanistan. As a matter of fact, we have more troops in the continent of Africa than we do in Afghanistan. But it, it is, a, is a sore spot. You know, it's a constant Vietnam-era reminder that yep. we don't seem to win these colonial wars, if you want to call them that. And everybody gets angry because why are we there? Why are we spending money? So uh, depending on our foreign policy, we're either helping the poorest countries on earth rise up from chaos or we're just creating that chaos. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.